Welcome to Ditch the Classroom. This is your host, Ariana Vernier, and I'm so excited that you're here. I'm a teacher turned business coach who is so passionate about helping fellow mamas like you ditch the classroom and pursue your big, hairy, scary dreams. Imagine a life where you could still impact the world, but do so while following your passions and spending more time with your babies. In Ditch the Classroom, we'll explore ways you can do just that. Myself, guest experts, and amazing teachers who have also built a successful business will share tools, tips, and resources to help you ditch the classroom too. Are you ready? Here we go. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Ditch the Classroom podcast. We have a special guest on with us today. Her name is Christy Weitenheimer. She's a solopreneur success strategist and host of the Simplicity for Solopreneurs podcast. That's a mouthful. Today, we're going to be chatting about how you can really stay focused and productive as an online entrepreneur. I know a lot of y'all listening are mamas and juggling the motherhood and your business and everything. So we're going to really talk about how to just stay productive when you are working on your business. So welcome, Christy. We're super excited to have you. Well, thank you so much. I I am really excited to be here today. Awesome. So can can we just kind of start out with you telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Sure. I was a public school teacher for 30 years. Um, I mostly taught in the elementary grades. You know, the little ones are not nearly as intimidating as the ones that are as tall as you are. And uh, so anyway, about four and a half years ago, I retired uh, my first grandchild came along, and so I I was blessed to be able to retire and stay home and take care of him for a little while until his mama decided to put him into daycare. And so then I found myself retired, not really wanting to go back to the classroom and with time on my hands. So that gave me a chance to do something to do something creative while still bringing in some extra income on top of my teacher retirement. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a older, maturish woman. And so back when I re when I went to college and I graduated the whole online entrepreneur thing, that was not an option back then. And so, but I've always been techie, um, you know, all during my career and things at school. And so I decided to take my natural gifts and talents, which has always been organizing and simplifying and creating structure. I mean, my my peers in school always came to me for help on those things. And so I decided to channel those into an online business to help others because I found that not everyone has those natural gifts of knowing how to organize things and how to structure and, uh, you know, do things more simply to create less work. So um, that's kind of how I ended up in this space. And I am just thoroughly enjoying it. So it's, it's basically become my second career at midlife. That's awesome. I love hearing everybody's journey, but it's so cool that, you know, you taught for so long and now you've, you've taken those skills that you know, you were blessed with and transformed that into a business that you can do on your own time and 
to make even more money on top of your retirement. So that's so cool. Yeah, it it has been a a real a real blessing. So, and it's a lot of fun. So, it it's awesome to be able to get up and you know, look forward to the day. You know, I I have to admit even though I loved teaching toward the end, you know, it 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 was wearing on me and you know, Sunday afternoons would come and you would get the whole, oh, tomorrow's Monday morning. I've got to start all over. And it's amazing how it feels when that is gone. So it's, it's a real, it's a fun journey. Yes. I do not miss the Sunday scaries one bit. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good name for them. Exactly. You waste away all of your Sunday afternoon worrying about the next morning. Yep. So I now as mamas and entrepreneurs, all my listeners, we we all have these just never-ending to-do lists. How do you suggest that new business owners, new entrepreneurs handle that to-do list? Good question. Okay. I have three tips for you there. Um, well, and an extra one is that it's your to-do list is never going to get totally done. So if you have that idea in your head, get rid of it and get the pressure off of yourself because there is always something on that to-do list as an entrepreneur. But my three main tips are, um, first of all, you really need to look at the projects, the tasks on that to-do list and make sure that they actually align with your values and your goals for your life and for your business. So just as an example of that, if one of your main goals is to work from home to do this whole online business thing so that you can spend more time with your family, but then one of your to-do list items is to get some speaking engagements, you can see how they really don't align Because if you have a lot of speaking engagements, you're going to be gone. You're not going to be home spending more time with your family. So it's really important to to look first at your goals versus your values and, you know, and build your business goals on those values. And then when you look at the to-do list of, okay, how am I going to reach those goals You've got to make sure that everything is aligned, if that makes sense. Yeah, because you want to make sure you're starting a business that's going to align with the life you want to live. You don't want to start a business and then a year down the road realize I'm not any better off than I was in my nine to five. Exactly. Exactly. My second tip there is to look at the items on your list and make sure that they're, and I don't remember which online person I heard this from, but make sure they're $100 actions and not $1 actions. So in other words, make sure that they're going to really make a difference in the growth and sales of your business. So, and you, because you want to work on items that are going to move the needle forward, so to speak, in your business and not just be things that are keeping you busy, but not really making a difference. So an example on this would be like the time spent creating a course so that you can start getting passive income versus tweaking your social media templates for the third time or fourth time. You know, there is a time and a place to do those those tiny little actions, 
but your your time on your to-do list is going to be better spent on that course that's going to end up bringing money into your home rather than little website tweaks and, and those kind of things. So really carefully examine the value, I guess, of where you're spending your time. Yeah, I agree 100%. Focusing on those money-making activities is the most important thing you can do. Exactly. Unless you're doing this whole thing as a hobby, you know, then that's great. You spend your time on doing those things that you enjoy or whatever. But, you know, I'm assuming those people that are listening to the podcast are, are in it to at least make some money. They may not be their, their goal may not to be, you know, six-figure, you know, entrepreneurs when they're finished. But, you know, the, typically someone listening to our podcast are going to be wanting to make some money. Yeah. So that that's a guide for you there. And then the third tip is to start your day with just your three top items that you want to get done for that day. And as long as you eventually accomplish those three, you can 100 celebrate, 100% celebrate that you've had a successful day. You know, um, if you get more done than those top three items, that's a great bonus. But, you know, not looking at that to-do list, especially that ever-ending long to-do list is really helpful in getting more done. If you go through you prioritize the top three that really need to get done now because it's a deadline or because they are the most important items on that list and just really focus on those three or those two, you know, depending on, on the size of the, of the task or the project or whatever. But those are the best tips that I can give for, for not looking at that to-do list and then wanting to go, jump back in bed and pull the covers up over your head. <laughs> yes, we've all had those days. I 100% agree with that tip to focus on the top three. I cannot remember where I heard it from, but somebody said, think of it as like a three-layer cake. You've got your three big to-do list items for the day. And then anything else you get done is just the sprinkles on top, but you can't do the sprinkles until you got those, those three layers done. I love that. That That is a perfect analogy. Yeah. Yeah. That's always stuck with me. So I love that. And I wish I could remember who I learned that from, but praise to them. No, I've got to get better about writing down names so I can do a better job of, of giving credit to those that, uh, you know, help us along the way. Yeah. So I'm bad about this. And I know a lot of my listeners are too multitasking and trying to get 10 million things done at once. What are your thoughts on multitasking? Well, multitasking is a no-no. <laughs> Plain and simple, because really there, there is no such thing. We think that we're multitasking, but all you're actually doing is you're just shifting back and forth between two or more tasks because you truly can't do two things at one time. Your focus is on one or the other. And so you're really not doing a great job of either one. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, you're spending more time because every time that you have to restart, reset to go back to the other one, that's just time wasted. So focusing on one thing at a time until completion is going to help you focus better. And it actually is going to save time because you're not, you're not having that restart time every time you switch. So my best suggestion, instead of multitasking, is to set a timer, I live by a timer, and work on one and only one task until you're either finished with it or the timer goes off. Because you're going to stay focused, you're going to work better, and it's amazing just this one little tweak to your daily routine is going to make a big difference in how well you manage your time and how much you actually get done. You're going to get more done and it's going to be better quality focusing on one thing at a time than trying to to multitask. Yeah, I can 100% attest to that because I was the one who was always jumping between tasks and doing everything at once. And it took a little bit of time to get myself to be consistent with, you know, I have to finish this one task before I can move it into another. It's, it's almost like a habit of multitasking that you got to break that habit, but it is, it is so, so much better now. And what I recommend is time blocking. So if you have similar tasks you're working on, try to do those all in like one time block or one day, and then do a different set of tasks on a different day. That way your brain stays in that same space. So if it's something creative, you're staying in that creative part of your brain rather than switching to like to-do list tasks and like little things. Definitely. Great point. Yeah. So We've all got to have, you know, our routines to get us through the day um, and have a schedule that we follow so we can make sure we get everything done as moms and entrepreneurs and everything. So is there a way to create a schedule that you can actually follow day to day? Yes, the answer is definitely, definitely yes. For me, I tried the minute-by-minute scheduling, and it just never worked. Kind of like in the classroom, um, I had my lesson plans to follow, but any little thing that would come along and disrupt it, you had to learn to be flexible. You know, I'm not sure that there's anybody that has to be more flexible than a school teacher. (laughs) Yes, there are so many things that can disrupt your your schedule. Um, so it's funny that you said something about time blocking because that's what I started doing. And instead of scheduling my day minute by minute, um, I schedule it into time blocks. And that has just been such a game changer for being able to get things done. So because then as I have time to work and being a retired Mimi now um, and my my little my grandkids are in school, it's obviously easier for me to work in my blocks. But, you know, even when, you know, I pick my grandson up after pre-K every afternoon and once we have spent some time together, I can still fit in some blocks of time. So even if you have, you know, children at home, 
I still think that working in blocks, because you just go back to that block after you're finished with your your distraction or your interruption. But, um, you know, I kind of assign times, time amounts to my blocks and I make sure that I work them. So, for example, um, you might have like a 30 minute promotion block. And, and I do. I have a promotion block every day. And that's actually the first block that I work in every day. And I get that done. Um, especially since a lot of that has to do with social media. I'm in and I'm out. I I don't, I try not to get sucked into the into the time waster that social media can be. Yeah. So then, you know, maybe you set a 75 minute creation block, which when you are working in that block, all you're doing is um, creating content. So whether that's creating your next podcast episode or a blog post or working on that online course, you know, whatever, whatever kind of content that might be, maybe having a 45 minute admin block, you know, not necessarily every day, but once a week. So you're doing those things like the little website tweaks and those kind of things. So, so having those blocks set up is definitely helpful for me. And then within each block, then I have a prioritized to-do list. So when I get to that block of time, I immediately know what I'm going to work on during that set period of time, because there's nothing like trying to figure out what you need to do to waste time. So, at, you know, just as an example, in, in my own schedule, Monday through Friday, I have that 30-minute promotional block. And so during that time period, I post my recent podcast episodes or my freebie or my paid offers to some Facebook groups, to my own Facebook group, and I share pins on Pinterest. So that's what that promotional block looks like, and it happens every day. Now, my podcast creation block, it's only scheduled for Mondays, and it's about three hours long. Um, and so I get my my podcasts outlined and recorded, you know, that day so that it's it's ready to publish for the week. Now, does that always mean I have a straight three hours to work? Not necessarily, but I know that when I'm in that block, I know what I need to get finished of it if it's at all possible, even if I have to do it in divided bits of time. And uh, so, you know, working within those time blocks and having a ready-to-go list of tasks inside of that block, that keeps me on task. It keeps me focused, but I'm still so flexible, you know, for, like I said, taking and picking up my grandson from pre-K um, going in, my mom lives about 30 minutes away um, and my, my dad passed a few months ago. So I'm, I'm being really vigilant about um, going and visiting my mom at least once a week, you know, and just whatever else comes up in the week. It just, it's so much easier than trying to schedule things minute by minute. So. Yeah. Is there a system that you recommend for like time blocking? Do you use a planner or what do you use? You know, I have gone back and forth trying to um, figure out some people are paper, some people are digital. 
I really, I, I tried using paper planners and they just, I've not been consistent using them. So my schedule and my to-do lists by my blocks are, they all sit inside of Trello. And that, uh, that is my business hub. That's where I kind of, that's where I work from and link out to other things that I might need. But that that is where my business sits inside of Trello. Yes. Trello is amazing. I kind of do like a combo. So I have my paper planner where I have my time blocks. Then Trello's more of like the to-do lists I need to get done in those time blocks. So you can do one or the other. You can do a combo. It's really whatever works best for you. And it takes some some tweaking to figure out what's going to, what you're going to stick with. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. You know, you have to figure out what works for you definitely. And what you think might work for you may or may not actually be the fix. Um, And I know a lot, a lot of people use a combination and, uh, and like I say, the main thing is just whatever you're going to be consistent with, you know, definitely for me, if it's not written down, somewhere, whether paper, on my Google calendar, in Trello, if it's not written down somewhere, it's not going to get done. (laughs) My midlife brain fog is real. (laughs) I got pregnancy fog, so I'm there with you, sister. (laughs) I, I have to see it in front of me. So whatever works to make you consistently show up and, and get those things done. Yep. Yep. Definitely. So I would love to ask you this question I ask on every podcast episode. It's my favorite one to ask. If someone wanted to start their ditch the classroom journey, but they just felt too overwhelmed, what would you tell them? Hmm. Let's see. Um, I have three things, actually, I would tell them. Take it one day at a time, you know. It can just look overwhelming to someone getting started, but if you just take it a day at a time and on that same line, break big projects down into bite-sized chunks that you can handle and that don't overwhelm you, don't scare you, but kind of like that, oh, there's some saying about how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And that is that is a great illustration because it's true. Looking looking at the whole elephant, it's it's just too big to imagine. But if you just break things down into, like I said, bite-sized chunks. And then the last one is my favorite thing to tell people. It's it's kind of my business mantra. And that is just to keep it simple, sister. Don't overcomplicate things. It does not have to be hard. It doesn't have to be complicated. It, it, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. You just, you have to have a roadmap and then just stick to it. Yes. I always say work smarter, not harder. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Well, this has been so amazing and so full of amazing tips that I know my listeners will just appreciate. And I really hope that they implement them because I know these things have helped me so much and it's going to help them as well. So I just want to thank you and give you a chance to share your resources. I know you've got some amazing freebies that people can use um, to help them in their businesses. So I'd love for you to share that. Okay. Thank you. So you can find me online at simplicityforsolopreneurs.com. I have a podcast of my own, so um, they can just go to their favorite 
podcast app and search for Simplicity for Solopreneurs. It's the same name. And then I actually have a PDF, a downloadable PDF. It's an introduction to simplifying and organizing your online business. And they can go and download that. And it kind of gives my tools that I use to save time and money. I link to a couple of videos about time management. It's just kind of a general guide to get started. And so um, I believe you're going to leave that link in the show notes for them. Yes. So anyway, but I would would love to chat. If anyone um, has any questions, they can always email me, Christy, K-R-I-S-T-I, at simplicityforsolopreneurs.com. And um, I, I love to hear from people and I love to help serve them. So I guess that's that teacher's heart, right? Yes. Definitely. So, but anyway, thank you so much for having me because I absolutely just thoroughly enjoyed being here with you. It was such a pleasure having you and you are welcome back anytime. Um, For those listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to go show Christy some love and go download her freebie because I know it's, it's gotta be chocked full of amazing wisdom, just like this episode was. Don't forget to leave us a review on each of our podcasts if you really connected with us and we will see you next week. Have a great day, y'all. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show, leave a rating and review and check out the show notes for a free gift to help you ditch the classroom. If you loved today's episode, can you help me share the message by taking a screenshot, tagging me on Instagram at ariana.vernier and sharing it with your friends so we can help more mamas ditch the classroom and follow their dreams. Until next week, y'all, keep following the dreams that were placed in your heart so you too can ditch the classroom.